You're listening to Search Marketing Academy, the optimizer podcast about the wide world of search marketing, how everything that happens before, after, and around an ad click affects PPC campaign performance. Join me as I learn from the finest talent in copywriting, creative, SEO, and site experience, UI, UX, CRO, agency, and team leadership, and of course, paid media. I'm your host, Ashwin. I'm the head of marketing at Optimizer. We're building tools and automation to help PPC teams run campaigns their way. Find us at optimizer.com. That's O-P-T-M-Y-C-R.com. Check out our other series, PPC Town Hall, our blog, videos, and much more. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us some rating in the podcast app of your choice. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Search Marketing Academy. Today's guest is somebody that you probably already know. I'm really excited to have her on. She is a household name in SEO. If you're on Twitter and LinkedIn, uh, you know her. And if you don't know her, you should. Crystal Carter from Wix. Hello. Hello, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I, did, I didn't realize I was a household name. Me, me and, uh, I don't know, Hershey's or something. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much. It's, a, it's an absolute joy to be here. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I I love the content that you put out. Um, I love watching clips of you on on YouTube and social media. You have amazing stage presence. So I know you have that. Plus, you you know everything about SEO, like the technical side, the content side. I I don't think there's a part of SEO you haven't addressed yet. And Honestly, from one marketer to another, you're so good for our community. Um, oh, thank you so much. That's really kind. I think, I think, uh, you know, I, I really love SEO and I love SEOs. I think when I came into the, the SEO industry, I was, I was just floored. I was like, oh, these are my people. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like these, these are my people because I feel like SEOs have like, we have like a natural um, sort of, sort of like. I don't know, a natural ability to sort of like pick things, like to like pick things and look at things both in like the macro and the micro at the same time. And and I find that I just, I just love that. It's something that I absolutely love and people, and I, I feel like the, the community as a whole just really likes making things better. Um, and everybody loves a success story. Everybody loves to like, oh, I took this, this website and it was a mess, but now look at it go. <laughs> I just love that. I love the before and after. I love green arrows. I, yeah, it's vibes. I love that. I, I felt the same way when I came into PPC. Um, and I'm I'm an organic marketer. I do brand and organic search marketing. And this was the first time I ever worked with an audience that primarily works in paid marketing. So it was a little different. But then the more I got used to it, I, I feel a lot of the things that you feel like the micro and macro, wanting to make things better, wanting to help people, loving when other people succeed. And that's, I guess... Before we get into talking about SEO itself, um, tell me a little bit about what you do at Wix. What are you focused on right now? What are some areas of priority for you? So I am the head of SEO communications at Wix, and I get I I love my job. Um, I get to do lots of fantastic things. So I spend a lot of time uh, communicating the value of SEO to Wix users. So um, helping them use the Wix SEO tool set, which is immense. Um, and growing all the time, that team works so hard. I like they're they're constantly like new updates. I'm like, hang on, I can't keep up. Like it's just like let me get let me get them out. Um, so yeah, they're constantly pushing through new changes all the time. And um, so we get to tell people about that and how to how to how they can use them to do even better uh, activity on their websites. Um, and I also get to chat to fantastic people like yourself, to SEOs who are working in the SEO space about how they use Wix or how they use use SEO in general. 
Um, and that's really cool. And then I'm also such a busy buddy that I get to be involved with some of the strategic things at Wix, which is fantastic because it's such a big company. We do lots of, lots of really cool things. Um, and also, um, if I see something on the Wix, Wix.com and I'm like, I think we could do this. And then people are like, I thought you were on. And I'm like, no, no, I would like to see this. So I, so I get to get involved with some of those things as well. Um, and, and yeah, I, I absolutely enjoy that and absolutely, absolutely love that as well. So I'm um, literally dream job. I absolutely love, love the team and I love what I get to do. Awesome. I, I love speaking to people who love what they do. It shows, shows in their work and the way they approach stuff. It's definitely visible with, with everything you've said. Um, I know one of the things that you're advising people on, on paying more attention to is the search experience, particularly how the SERP is getting a lot richer in terms of media and what's actually on the SERP. Um, talk to me a little bit about what this means for search marketing. Are there any risks for people who neglect this? Yeah, so I think um, I've spoken a little bit about this um, at a few a few events this this year, um, and um, and I think that when you think about search overall, we can't just think about words. <laughs> we can't just think about words on a page. We can't just think about writing a blog and then that's done. Um, the the media experience, particularly on mobile, or sorry, the SERP experience, particularly on mobile, touches across lots of different spaces. Um, and includes lots of different rich media, rich snippets, um, uh, you know, featured snippets, um, rich results, and lots of different things there. So I think that it's important for, for um, search marketers, um, both paid and organic, um, to pay attention to all of those SERP features. Sometimes when you when you Google something, I mean, it's not even like a proper SERP feature. It's like a 3D lion or something. If you Google like lion, you get a 3D lion that you can, that you can play with, which is going to distract people from you know, blue links and all that sort of stuff. And the SERP at the moment is, is really dynamic and really changing and we have you know, new Bing coming out and we have you know, new search engines like Neva and like U.com for instance, which are you know, including generative search as well. So I think that media, media and the SERP experience are really important because um, for instance, if you look up a, a recipe card, then very often the recipe cards that have a video included in the content will show as a video snippet in the SERP. And that tells that tells me as a user that I'm if I go to this to this um, to this website, not only am I going to get a recipe, not only am I going to get instructions, but I'm also going to be able to see how to implement that as well. Um, and so so essentially the the SERP is should be your friend and should allow should allow you to to connect with people even before you get there. So it should increase the click rate and lots of other things. From a paid perspective, Adding additional elements like um, like images, um, like video, like audio, even um, allows you to add more elements to the page so that Google can understand the quality of your page, right? So Google understands the quality of your page, and if the quality of your page is higher, then your ads cost you less, right? <laughs> so it costs you less to serve your ads because they can understand that the page that page has lots of things to for them to crawl and to understand. So you can like um, you can see your crawl bot, your crawl stats on on Wix. You can see your crawl stats for different crawl bots. There's a Google ad bot, <laughs> there's your Google, but like there's the Google organic bot as well. And you can see that and they, they crawl it and they see all of those different elements. And if you have more elements and you can add more, more, um, more optimizations to it. So you can add alt text for your images. You can add schema markup for your images. You can add, you can add additional meta tags for your videos. You can add, um, you know, lots of different, lots of different elements all the way through which enhances all of the information that Google has about your page, as well as enhancing the, the, um, the page experience um, for, your, for your users. So 
I think that the multimedia, uh, like the thinking about multimedia as part of your um, as part of your content optimization and as part of your um, your overall marketing strategy is is absolutely key um, and and allows you to to connect with users and bots in a in a really important way. That's fantastic advice. We're seeing a lot of the same parallels on the paid side, you know, especially with people running Performance Max. You can serve in uh, shopping ads, your product listing ads. You can serve in search. You could serve in display, um, in the discovery feed. There's so many options that it's not about, you're no longer just competing with a bunch of text links, like you said. You know, you're competing with rich maps and rich 3D installations. And how are you going to capture attention? Um, not just on the SERP, but throughout Google's ecosystem. I think people need to start thinking about how people use all these Google products in tandem, particularly the SERP, but um, all of Google's products. And it's no longer just trying to hit one um, person at a time in one location. It's anybody can see your content at any point. Right. And I think that the other thing about media is that, you know, media can be, media can transcend languages as well. And a lot of people, you know, when, one of the things about ads that's really great is that it allows you to, to try out new markets at a really low sort of, at a really sort of low touch point. So, so for instance, you can say, you can look at your catalog and you go, Hey, I think we could also sell in Australia. <laughs> it's like, and they go, all right, should we try it? And you can, you can optimize your, you know, your ad campaign for Australia, see if people are interested in it. And then maybe you can say, okay, actually we should invest in this from, from a, you know, an organic and a search experience, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so, but even if you're going into new markets where like maybe you have like the la a language barrier, like let's make, let's say maybe your team isn't isn't that big on Portuguese yet. <laughs> you're thinking, oh, Brazil might be interested in our products though, for instance. Then you then media can help you bridge that gap a little bit. Um, so you know, uh, if I see a picture of a beautiful dress, I can see that it's a beautiful dress, regardless to what language I speak. And I I, I spend a lot of time on Instagram looking at hair tutorials. <laughs> That's one of the things that I spend a lot of time on. People have, people have, you, you know, you have like tangential, like internet, internet, like communities that you follow along with. I'm also, I also follow people who follow birds, like I go on, on Instagram. Um, but, um, but yeah, so I follow a lot of uh, hair tutorials on, on, on Instagram and tons, there's tons of content coming out of Brazil. I have no idea what anybody's saying in these, in these things, in these videos, but I can see what's going on and I can see that like, oh, you know, that's how she's doing, that's a protective style or that's this, that or the other. And so, so the multimedia thing allows you to bridge the bridges gap and allows you to, to, um, to grow your brand more quickly um, in, in lots of different spaces, which I think is, is brilliant. Yeah, I think that's absolutely critical. But one thing I'm seeing a lot of is paid marketers who want to start thinking about the complete brand experience across search, across a lot of products, they don't necessarily know how they can approach their clients and contribute to that. Do you have any advice for somebody who would want to get started with that? Um, I would say like, look at your data. So generally speaking with any of these things, if you're trying to convince clients of something, like there's almost certainly some data you must have gotten, um, you must, you must, as a, as a search marketer, you must have seen something that made you think actually this is an opportunity here. So for instance, in the in the idea of like, let's say you have a, let's say you're an American company and you look at and you look up and you see actually we're getting a lot of traffic from from the UK, for instance. Both okay, there's a common language there separated by a by a by an ocean or whatever. Um, so there's a common lang language there. Um, and you it might be the case that that you, you say, okay, I think we can do stuff in the UK. We could we could tailor something, we could do this, that, or the other, we can we can sort out the currency, that's that sort of thing. And so 
So you can take some of the data that you've got from your from your PPC marketing. You can take some of the, d- the data that you've got from your organic marketing. You can take some of the data that you've got from you, you even um, you can even uh, do a sort of poll uh, on, on, on social media, for instance, saying, you know, hey, UK people, are you interested in this or that? So you can take some of that data and you can and you can give give decision makers the data in order to, to allow you to test it. Right. So and so you can test it. And one of the things that's great about about PPC and organic um, is that you can test something for a short amount of time and see see if that'll make any difference. So you can you can test a split page. Um, I know that I know that um, um, Wix allows you to do a split page. I can't remember, and I can't remember. Is Goo optimized being uh, Goo optimizes being deprecated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, this year. What a shame. Not to take us off track, but the worst part is any the next best alternative to Google Optimize is so expensive, and the accessibility right. just becomes so much more difficult for people, especially mm-hmm. in emerging markets. Yeah, yeah, precisely. That's like such it's such a it's like such a shame. Maybe we should take up a stink about it. I don't know, but but yeah, it's um it's it's a shame. It's a great tool. So I think that I think that you can take you can take um you can do some split testing that sort of thing um uh, and 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 you can take that data and and allow allow people to have something to hang it on when you're convincing them of, of this. I think don't go in without any data. Have some data. Have a test that you can plan. Um, have an expected outcome. You know, what is your hypothesis? And you know what what will make it so that you're you're like yeah we should go with this and what what will make it so that like actually that wasn't that's not working out for me and and I think that that's how you that's how you get by it is, is with uh, with some data and uh, and and some decent projections. Well, if there's two things that PPC marketers are good at, it's data and projections. <laughs> I think that's fantastic advice. Everybody's going to be able to follow that. Um, this is great to talk about what's happening now, moving forward over the next twelve months. What are your predictions for how this SERP experience or the Google experience is going to evolve and change? We are living in an incredibly dynamic time in search. Like literally, I've never seen I've never seen anything like it. Um, so you know, since November, um, it's like it's been all well, everybody's everybody's talking about AI, AI this, AI that, AI, AI, AI. Um, and and what's interesting about it is that certainly for people who've worked in PPC, like AI has been like, <laughs> AI's been there for ages. Like then yeah. all the search marketers are like, oh my god, and all the all the all the PPC people are like, we've been here. Like yep. this is we've been in this for a long time. Welcome to the party. Like welcome. <laughs> um, so I think that I think it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, new thing is 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 is. Very fascinating. There's a couple of things that I'm 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 interested in on the Bing thing. Um, is is that they they're still they're trying to they're trying to ground um, Bing with um with sorry they're trying to ground ChatGPT with Bing data, but they're still having a, some trouble getting everything lined up. So um so there's still some teething problems there. And to be fair, they're in beta, so you know like that's that's what beta's for. Um, so we'll see how that goes. The second thing that I find find that a lot of people aren't talking about is like, oh yeah, new Bing's gonna do this. But actually, like you still have to rank on Bing in order to in order to be seen on those things. And a lot of people have not been paying attention to Bing at all. Um, I know a lot of PPC marketers are like, actually, whenever I speak to PPC marketers, they're always like, actually, I get really good results on Bing ads. Like, like, like everyone I know who does it, they're like, actually, it's like it's cheap and I get good returns. <laughs> so I find that interesting. So it'll be interesting to see like how Bing and and Google become or how Bing gets more more uh, um, if it gets more search uh, search um, traffic um, and and how how that AI um, AI interface will work 
Um, also, I'll be interested to see how more search engines get involved and get more, more traction. So Neva, for instance, is one that's been really good. Um, View.com, I've, I've been using a lot. They've got a lot. They have both a, a generative chat thing. They also have a generative image um, feature that's very similar to Midjourney, which is interesting. Um, so, so yeah, I think if there's a, a bit of a diversification of search results and search engines, and also, and also of you know generative search overall. So, I think it's a fascinating time. I have I have really strong thoughts on the whole Microsoft being ChatGPT thing. So my okay. personal take is that Microsoft frequently puts itself in a great position and then shoots itself in the foot. I've seen them easily <laughs> to I've seen them do it with um, Windows Phone and Nokia. I've seen them do it with the Xbox product line. And I don't have a lot of faith, but one, one thing I want to ask you is, do you think they're going to try to leverage the ChatGPT and Bing combination into promoting Edge, or are they going to make it more browser agnostic? Well, I think at the moment they definitely they definitely are. So if you go to if you go to um to sign up for new Bing, they say, oh, before you do that, you have to download our app, and you also have to make it your default uh, browser, and you have to do this. And I'm like, I'm like, guys, like this is it's a lot. That's a lot. You're asking me to do a lot. I have a lot invested in Chrome, and you're asking me to do a lot. Um, so, so that's interesting. And I was like, why are they doing this? Well, one of the things, one of the reasons why I think they're doing this is because like, they don't have as much of the data about search and how people use the web as, um, as Google does. Google has loads of, of, uh, stuff about how I search on, on YouTube, how I search on, on online, uh, generally speaking, um, my general web habits. So Google has lots, lots of that data, for instance. And I think that Bing are looking to get some more of that. One of the things someone else was talking about, which I think is a valid point, though, um, is that is that what what Microsoft does have is they have a lot of um, ability to integrate with some of the Office tools, so things like things like Outlook um, and things like um, and things like you know Microsoft Word. So you know, um, bring back Clippy. It's like Cl Clippy Clippy two <laughs> I would love to see that. I feel like they should bring back Clippy and he should be like really souped up with like, he should be like Edge. And, uh, I want personas for Clippy. I'd like an emo Clippy. I'd like yes. a metal Clippy. Right. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Clippy should come back and he'd be like, did you miss me? Like, it could be with the brows as well. Like, it's like... There we go. Yeah. Well, this has been a, a great chat, but I want people to continue to learn from you and follow you. I know you've got some speaking engagements coming up. You're active on social media. So talk to us a little bit about where people can find you, where they can watch you in person or virtually, whatever the case may be. Yeah, so I um, I'm, I tend to be very busy um, at Wix.com. So I am, am one of the team behind the um, Wix SEO Learning Hub. We just got a new re refresh, um, a new refresh looks, a refresh looks. And um, we have, um, so it's myself, um, Morty Overseen, who is my partner in crime on the Wix, uh, Wix uh, Serps Up SEO podcast. So we host a weekly podcast there. Um, and then we also have the Wix SEO Learning Hub, which is um, who is led by uh, led by um, George Wynn, who is uh, the editorial uh, editor there, and who you have contributed um, one of one of our most rock star posts. Um, so so thank you for that. Um, Ashton's like yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> well, well, not to that extent. So that 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 made me particularly happy. But yeah, I, I love working with all of you. 
Um, well, just being associated with the Wix brand is fantastic. Ah, uh, same, same. Like, no, feelings are mutual. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so yeah, there as well. And then, I'm, yeah, Crystal on the web on Twitter. I, I'm trying to get better at LinkedIn because Twitter has been so strange that a lot of people are moving over to LinkedIn. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm trying to get better at LinkedIn and I'm there, there as well, but I'll also be at Brighton SEO this, this autumn, um, as a compare. So I'm looking to like support lots of, lots of folks there, which will be fun. Um, and then I'm speaking at MozCon. I'm speaking at a few other, other conferences in between. And, um, and I, and I host a monthly webinar at Wix.com as well. So Wix.com forward slash SEO forward slash learn. Um, and then you can find our, what our webinars and all that stuff.